This podcast is created and produced by me, Monica, for nothing more than your personal benefit. If you enjoy this podcast and you want to learn more, feel free to join me or any of our other fantastic and dynamic instructors at Space Yoga Studio. Or better yet, how about showing your appreciation with the donation to our nonprofit, Project Create Space, which has the mission of offering no-cost yoga and mindfulness classes to underserved communities all around the CSRA. Learn all about it on our website at projectcreatespace.org slash podcast, or see a full class schedule at spaceyogastudio.com slash schedule. Thanks for listening, and maybe, just maybe, I'll be lucky enough to meet you in person soon. This is Demystified, an original podcast focused on reworking the slow and intentional practice of meditation to make it accessible and engaging in this fast-paced world we live in. I'm Monika, and I'm here to help you break out of the box of traditional meditation by exploring the many ways in which you can put your mind to work for you by giving it creative and meaningful tasks that can expand your horizons and increase your real-world connections. I'm an expert on nothing. I'm not a guru. I'm not a healer. I'm not even fully self-actualized, but I am a person living deep in the struggle of waking up. And I think that's an experience worth sharing. Hopefully you do too. Hi everyone. And welcome to the first episode of this podcast. Um, I'm very excited to be here today and to share this information with you that has been really transformational for me in my own life and I know uh, also in the lives of others. So um, I want to start, I want to give you a little bit of history about myself, about my personal background with things like uh, spiritual tradition, ritual, prayer, even meditation. Um, But I want to start first by just inviting you um, to, to be open to this information. If you are a person like me and you are constantly on the go and you're filled with terror and anxiety on the daily, um, hearing things like let's quiet our minds, let's calm our bodies. Uh, honestly, for me, it's a little enraging. It's not aligned (laughs) to use Uh, esoteric terminology, is not aligned with who I am, with the way that I live my life, um, with the the general attitude that I take towards precisely everything. (laughs) Um, That being said, I think it's highly valuable. I think there is value and there are things to learn in the meditative space, which of course is a space of stillness, a space of silence, um, a space of openness for something new. So I invite you, um, what I'm most excited about with this podcast and what really has encouraged me to, to start it and to bring this information out is that there is so much out there in the meditative space that we just generally are not given access to. We hear very hackneyed meditation or guided meditation that involve things like, being quiet, being still, becoming observers of the of our thoughts. And those things are true. But I also believe that those are 
mostly advanced meditation practices, um, just like with a yoga practice or with any other movement practice, we don't just jump in right in the middle of an advanced class. We take our time. We begin to build up into um, a more advanced, more rigorous practice. Your meditative space is your safe space. It is a space that looks and feels exactly as you need it to look and feel. That may mean that you are meditating in silence or that you are meditating during walking or that you are meditating, for example, as I used to do in a church in front of the Eucharist, for example. Um, If you've never had the experience of visiting an adoration chapel, I recommend it. Uh, It is a Roman Catholic type of meditative space, but it for me anyways, it has a a feel that is uh, very difficult to replicate. The meditative space is yours. Uh, It's yours to define. And because we have generally been given directives, uh, which I, as an anarchist, particularly hate directives, (laughs) I would like to make the rules. I would like to break the rules. I am not very fond of following the rules. And I need in my own life a space that I have created um, where I feel safe to explore the different types of things that are available to me, whether that's through movement or through meditation. So it's very exciting for me to be able to offer you these out. They're outside of the box, but really they're not because they're meditative practices that have existed in multiple traditions. We're going to go through um, a set of of practices that I have found to be highly useful that I love to share with people um, eventually as we get through all of these episodes. So my personal background, just a little bit about me. Um, I am a yoga teacher. I'm a mother. I have a background in religion. I actually, uh, my childhood dream was to become a nun. <laughs> this is like my dark secret. Many people are very surprised to find that out about me. I did live in a convent. I have experience in convents for many, many years. And although I'm a very different person now, I am not religious. I uh, do adhere very strictly to practice. Practice is a huge part of my life, whether it's movement or meditation or gratitude or intention or however you know you want to put it. Um, I do believe in ritual. I do believe in tradition. I do believe in practice. So my life on the outside looks very different, but my internal life is very similar with a few things shifted around as I've gotten older. Um, So I'm here to share with you from a very open, a very um, non-theistic perspective, some things that I have learned in meditation. So I'm going to save a little bit more information for some other episodes. And we're going to hop right into today's meditation, which is a Sankalpa meditation. I'm going to read you a quote that I really love um, that calls to this idea of intention in Sankalpa. So here it is. When you're inspired by some great purpose, some extraordinary project, all your thoughts break their bonds. Your mind transcends limitations. Your consciousness expands in every direction, and you find yourself in a new, great, and wonderful world. Dormant forces 
faculties, and talents become alive, and you discover yourself to be a greater person by far than you ever dreamed yourself to be. I don't know who said that, somewhere on the internet. Generally, I find my quotes on the dark web, but this one came from the regular web. You're welcome. The word sankalpa is a Sanskrit word, Sanskrit being the parent language of English. I'm not going to geek out on that, but sankalpa, uh, what it essentially means is a resolve or an intention. But what's important is that it's coming from your heart. We as a Western society are very goal oriented. So we see a goal and we want to crush that goal, that goal. What happens typically and why I prefer the idea of sankalpa is because once we crush a goal, what do we do? We set another goal. What that means is that we continuously move the goalpost over further over the cognitive horizon. So we say, I'm going to crush this goal, and we set the goalpost. We get there, and we go, oh, this is great. Now I'm going to set a new goal. And so we become essentially obsessed with the process of crushing goals. Um, to me, that doesn't feel like guidance. That feels like a rat race. Maybe it feels different to you, and if it does, fantastic, more power to you. Um, feel what you need to feel. For me, I prefer the idea of sankalpa because sankalpa is an intention. It's a practice of living. And what that practice of living does is it pronounces to the world, to the universe, that you have specific desires, that with that seed in your heart, your actions are deeply motivated and they're inspired. And what happens is your destination, that goalpost becomes irrelevant because instead of keeping your eye on the prize, which is a very Western phrase, what you're doing is you're keeping your eye on the path. You're not looking forward, you know, weeks, months, years into the future. You're keeping your eyes down. You're making sure you don't fall now and you make sure that your, your steps in the present moment are guided by intention, are guided by sankalpa. So I have a lot of other things to say about that, but what I'm going to do before we jump into this meditation is I'm going to give you some guiding questions that might help you um, find your sankalpa to craft a statement for yourself, whether it's through um, what you need in your life right now, whether it's a focus for the year. It's the beginning of 2020, so it's a great time to maybe dig deep and find your sankalpa. Um, so here's some questions. Uh, what are your reasons for your actions? What are you hoping to achieve with those actions? And this can be personal, professional. Are there any changes that you're hoping to make? And then why do you want to make those changes? What I like to do when I'm crafting a sankalpa or when I'm finding that intention is to use those questions to create a single theme or to identify a single theme that is popping out for me in all of those answers. And then with that theme, I write a present tense statement, um, a sentence, for example. So my sankalpa for this year, my, my intention for this year is expanding into the good. And that came through asking myself all of these questions um, and then I actually like to condense it even more. So expanding into the good, that's that's fine. That's a great statement. It's a sentence. I like a word. If I could take post-it notes and stick them all over my ceiling and my bathroom mirror and have a word there to see it every day, for me, it makes it a more concrete part of my reality. So for example, my keyword, my word that I've condensed down from my sankalpa 
statement would be expand for me. Um, and and the thing that I love so much about intention and about St. Culpa is that it doesn't need a directive. I don't need to say I'm going in this particular direction or I have this particular goal in mind. What I do need to say is how are my actions being informed by my intention? How are the movements that I make in the world being guided by what I know is the desire of my heart? Um, with that in mind, go ahead and get into a comfortable position. You can be seated. You can lie on your back. And I'm just going to take you to a, through a very short meditation, asking you to keep that sankalpa in mind. And what we're going to do is we're going to locate that intention in the space of your body. So what this is, is a combination of a guided meditation as well as a somatic experience. So what I'm going to hopefully help you do is not just find that intention, but find where it is resting in the space of your physical body. And I'd like us to start with a full breath in. So take that deep inhale through your nose and a full exhale from your mouth. And take two more breaths here. Let your breath be natural but relaxed. And then take a moment to bring your attention completely into the space of your body. Notice the weight of your body as you're lying on your mat or as you're seated on the floor. Notice any other sensations that might be arising within the space of the body. Temperature, texture, sound, light, so many things that come into the senses. Now, as you become aware of those things, allow yourself to just remain in a receptive state. So you're just observing the experience here. You're not shifting anything not judging anything, just allowing yourself to be in this space, your breath calm and easy, your mind thoughtful but soft, your breath moving and flowing naturally throughout the space of the body. And then very intentionally take a deep breath in through your nose and a deep exhale from the mouth. Just allowing all that space in the body to settle, to rest, to relax. And then with the eyes closed, behind the eyelids, in the space behind the eyelids, take a moment to visualize a screen, like a movie screen or a television screen, very large screen in the space behind the eyes. And if you've workshopped your Sankalpa, if you have found your keyword or your phrase that states your intention, take a moment visualize yourself writing that keyword 
across the screen behind your eyes. If you haven't workshopped, maybe take a moment with your breath as you breathe peacefully and easily and see what appears on that screen for you. Be open and receptive to whatever is coming up for you, but also be aware enough to recognize the words that you see coming across that screen. And whether you are intentionally writing the word or just observing, just take a few moments here. Get a really clear picture of that intention, of that keyword, or of whatever else might be arising in that space. And then just as you visualized yourself writing that word, visualize yourself grasping at that word. And we're going to take that word and we're going to travel with it throughout the body. Because it's in the space behind your eyes, take a moment to feel the weight of that word. Feel it behind the space of the eyes. And see if you can move it back a little bit further away from the space of the eyes right into the middle of the head, the space where the eyes and the ears would connect and hold it there in that space. Notice if there are any sensate differences, if your body feels different, holding the word in the center of the head and maybe shift it back to behind the eyes and just notice, maybe play with that for a moment, that sensation of the word behind the eyes, followed by that sensation of the word in the middle of the head. Continuing on that journey, take that word, bring it and place it right at the center of the throat. Maybe that word needs to be spoken And try that on for size. Allow the word to rest there at the base of the throat. Notice what you physically experience as you place the word there. And as we're moving through this, as we're taking this word on a little journey through the physical body, I encourage you to stay connected to your breath. And of course, if any particular place feels too much for you, if it feels overwhelming, of course, you are welcome to turn off the podcast or to step away for a moment or to shift back to a previous location. Taking that word now traveling and bringing it down to the center of the chest, the heart space of the body, let it rest there. As you breathe, maybe sending the breath into that word, letting it expand into the space of the chest, the heart. Just noticing. 
moving a little bit further into the space of the belly, the space of the gut, that very primitive brain that your body contains. Just placing it there, letting it rest in the space of the belly. And just feeling that sensation. Keeping the breath nice and easy. The mind focused on your word, on your sankalpa. And then we're going to take that word. We're going to travel back up into the space of the body. This time noticing resistance, noticing tension, noticing catches in the breath. So on our way down, we're relaxing into the word. We're letting it open into the spaces of the body. As we move back up, we're going to just notice what comes up in the space of resistance. So take that word as you're holding it there in the gut. Take three breaths here. Observing that resistance that may come up in the body, any tension that might be creating itself in the space of the belly. Bringing that word back up into the heart space. Noticing resistance. And carrying it up a little further into the throat. Creating intention in the mind is a very different experience than creating intention as it's spoken. So notice the resistance in this particular space of the body. And then bring it up a little bit further, taking it right into the center of the brain the space where the ears and the eyes would connect. And finally bringing it right into the space behind the eyelids. Once more here, visualizing yourself writing that word across that screen behind the space of the eyelids. Take a full deep breath in through your nose. Let your body refill with air. Nice deep exhale from the mouth. Taking your time here to wake up the body. I'm going to sign off now. You can keep your eyes closed. You can stay here in this meditative space, focusing on the sensate experience, the physical sensations that are arising in your body. I do encourage you when you are complete with the activity to take some moment to journal, take some time to process what has come up for you. Um, I thank you for listening. Take a few deep breaths and I will see you on the next episode.